Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. Corey Mendoza here, and I have my friend, Samantha DeLeon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. It's funny because for those of you who don't know Sam, um, but you get Monday Motivations, she is one of the key women behind getting Monday Motivations out. Um, Sam and I, how long have we been working together? Has it been like- uh, Since the first Cultivate, so maybe 20, oh no, no, your first Cultivate, so 2019? Yeah, okay, so yeah, we met in 2019. I was a speaker at a women's conference, Cultivate Courage, and um, and then we've stayed friends. And now she she helps me with my marketing. She creates handouts. Um, she designed my my favorite thing that I get to share with my clients: <laughs> supermodels. Um, this is a workbook where I have all my favorite models that I use with my coaching clients and with teams. Um, so Sam, thank you so much for for joining us. We're going to be you. talking about action. So our topic today is action. Um, so first question, what, what did you get from this topic? It was like, you were reading my mind. Like I, um, you know, like I, I do all of your, your handouts and I love what you say all the time. It's like free learning for me, (laughs) um, but the, when the first line is, is what really got me, it's the, what is stopping us from taking action and stepping into our full potential? Um, and you put our thoughts and I thought, how true is that? Um, there's a verse that I love, like my faith is a huge proponent of my journey. Um, and there's a faith, I mean, a faith, a uh, verse in the Bible. Uh, I think it's John 10, 10, that says that the enemy goal pretty much is to steal, kill and destroy. Um, and it's Jesus who it's his promise is abundant life. Um, and, you know, growing up in the church, it was always this like big bad wolf that's coming out and just going to destroy you with this pitchfork and, and flames and everything. But as I've grown up and continue to grow up and realizing it's just little things that could steal, kill and destroy. And it mm. primarily can start in our thoughts. Mm. Um, and there's a, another verse that I love is that I'm not sure where it's at, but it says, take your thoughts captive. Um, and I, I mean, even if you aren't faith-based, you can take that because, you know, you know, our thoughts are our indicators that I've learned. Not it, it used to be my dictator. Like I would Mm -hmm. go with my, wherever my emotion went. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that stemmed from my thoughts and I just love that our thoughts, if we don't control them, 
they'll end up taking action and it's usually action that we don't want. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You said so many good things. I'm going to kind of like, um, touch on each of them. So the, the first thing that you opened up with is, um, the fact that recognizing that our thoughts, they, they can stop us from taking action and stepping into our full potential. So I love um, being mindful of our thoughts. And, and I, I use that scripture all the time, taking every thought captive. That's why I'm, I believe so much in journaling. Yeah, Journaling is that way for us to untangle our thoughts and, and, and put them on paper. And, um, you know, when we first start taking thoughts captive and or journaling, um, sometimes it's hard to face what we think. Yeah. Right. And, and not judge ourselves for what we think. I mean, I hear people say, oh, I shouldn't think that. And, and I think of a big part of us unpacking this topic of action is to recognize, you know, what are our thoughts and then do we want to keep thinking them or think something different? Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing that you opened up with is just talking about that concept of steal, kill, and to destroy, like what uh, Stephen Pressfield, he wrote, have you, have you read that book or heard of it? Mm -hmm. War of Art. War of Art? Yeah, The War of Art. Okay. Um, There's another book called The Art of War, War. (laughs) but but Stephen Pressfield is The War of Art, and he, he, like, in the Hebrew Bible, it's, it's um, the enemy, and Stephen Pressfield, he personifies it as resistance Mm. and 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 so it's all about like if we have a a worthy dream if we have a goal if we have an ambition Mm -hmm. um there's always going to be resistance that comes in to steal to kill and to destroy or um another way that i like to say it to discourage distract or derail us yeah yeah so i i love that so okay so keep going what else did you get out of it uh, well, I love that you wrote or uh, talked about Harriet Tubman, um, yeah. where you were saying that she didn't let her limitations or obstacles stop her from doing what she could. And then you mentioned why, and I didn't real, I I never knew this that she was severely beaten as a kid, and then uh, had a, suffered a head wound causing disabling seizures. I mean, she just had so much against her, but she still did what she could. Um, so I. I have this huge thing with my kids mm-hmm. is I can't never get anything. And they'll say, well, I can't do this. And I will say, I can't never did anything. And so it, what I mean by that is like, okay, so you can't do that. Well, what can you do? You keep telling me what you can't do, but you can empty the dishwasher, you know, yeah. <laughs> you have legs, you can use them. Um, like, I hate when you say that. <laughs> um, and I have, and they'll say it to me. And I was like, I can't never did anything. I'm like, oh. Yeah, so basically one of the thoughts that will stop us from getting into action and reaching our full potential is thinking I can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what you're saying is as soon as we hear or think or realize we're in the I can't mode, mm-hmm. to say I can't, but what can I do? I love that. Yeah. 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 It's, um, so like my journey right now for the last six years, I've been on this 
spiritual growth, which led me onto this physical, mental, and emotional growth. Yeah. Um, I, I went down a path of, um, I'm learning more about holistic health. Mm. And what I love about that is it's so empowering because if it's like natural health, it's just the way our bodies were designed. They were designed to heal themselves. themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I used to think, oh, that's so wishy-washy, you know, that's hippie mumbo jumbo. Um, but learning about it, one has made me grow more just amazed with how God created his creation. Oh, yeah. um, Our bodies are fascinating. Yeah. And, and, and I think even, especially nowadays in this culture is we come up to this block of people trying to like, it's called hamstring a horse, like kind of like take the way your power when we have all this, yeah, go get them. Good vibes. You, you got this girl. But then you have where it's the, well, you, you, you can't do that though. You know, like you, you speak up. Oh, but don't say that, you know, or, you know, use your voice for truth. So you do, and oh, well, you said that you shouldn't say that. So it's this whole disconnect of, you, it's really disempowering. I'm like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even anticipate this going in this direction, but it's so good. I really like this because, um, you know, the topic of taking action and I can do it and going for it, we can use, I see what you're bringing that, okay, well, what can we do like with our physical bodies, our mental, and you're, and you're saying if there is a limitation, mm -hmm. there's still possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the con, and I like what you're bringing up too. I've never heard of that about ham, you can't hamstring. A, was it, would you say you can't? It's called hamstringing a horse. It's like where you break their tendon. And I don't know why, but it's like, I, I, it's, oh, it's the art. It's like in war. It, it's in, mentioned in, I was looking it up this morning. It's mentioned in the Bible. I didn't know that. Um, but it's like, um, you hamstring, so they can't run. Um, that's oh, what I think. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I just, when we say I can't, it will limit us. But yeah. when we say I can, I mean, you have limitless possibilities mm -hmm. because there's no way, even if you have a disability or if you are, let's say you can't use your legs, well, what can you use, you know? Um, or, I mean, okay, so three things are coming to mind for me. One is this woman, Catherine Wolf. And yes. one is um, this guy, Mark Clark. And another one is my husband, Rusty Mendoza. So, so real quick, I won't take too much time. So uh -huh. Catherine Wolf, she is a woman who is so severely disabled, like wheelchair bound, yeah. deaf, she, she, in her early twenties, I think like right after her ba first baby was born, um, she had some rare brain thing yeah. happen. And I mean, her story, she has a book called Hope Hills at Heels and she's on Instagram. Watch Google her and just watch her video. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Catherine with a K and then yeah. Wolf with, I think an E on the end. And, um, but she, she is using her disabled, broken body Mm -hmm. to speak a message that says like she says it all the time I have a wheelchair on the outside but we all have wheelchairs on the inside oh that's good yeah. right and and right. it's like 
she's still, I mean, she's touching millions of lives and she yeah. could easily just be depressed and in a bed and she's had another baby after all of that. I mean, her oh. story just, it, you got to follow her. Then yeah. the second person is Mark Clark. He's a guy from Canada. Um, our, our church just hired him and he's on our pastoral staff, but the guy has Tourette's syndrome and he freaking preaches. And he said, I, I heard him say this once before. I hope I, my memory is correct. That like when he used to first start preaching, like he would sometimes just like cuss, like, Tourette's. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and, and, and I, I watch it and he's a speaker. He's, yeah. he's a published author. He's a communicator, yeah. but he's got like a severe disability. Yeah. You know, and then the third one is my husband. He's he's basically deaf. Like you take mm -hmm. out his hearing aids, and people don't realize how much he really can't read because, or sorry, hear, because he reads people's lips. Mm -hmm. it's like he is a top producing loan officer. He is very mm -hmm. successful. Like, but every day, and and we don't even know all the intricacies of what it means for a person to be deaf. Now yeah. being with him going on 10 years, I see so many, I'm, I'm like, if I had that disability, he doesn't even think of it as a disability. Yeah. It took him yeah. years before he would even say I'm deaf. He used to say, I'm a little hard of hearing. I'm like, mm. no, you're not hard of hearing. You're deaf. Yeah. So anyways. Okay. I totally, I'm going to stop talking that. No, I love it. But, yeah. So don't hamstring a horse. Yeah. Don't hamstring yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the knife really is that I can't, because when you focus on what you can't do, you won't, but when you focus on what you can do, you will. Mm -hmm. So it's like this, well, like today, like, or you had asked me to come on and, you know, I do all your designs. I know who your speakers are and, and they have some incredible like credentials behind their name. Like these are amazing speakers. And I'm like, well, I can't talk. I don't have credentials. You know, I have a bachelor's, but I don't really use it. I'm mainly a stay-at-home mom. I work at a front desk at a gym, which I love. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, I don't. And then I was telling my friend, I'm like, what am I going to put after my name? I don't even have a title. She's like, you don't put anything. Um, so that was like overwhelmingly fear and doubt were just creeping. I almost said, I'm not doing it. Um, I, I was, I, I could feel it. I, I was like, <laughs> it's nothing. It's going to chit chat. Like, yeah. Hurry. yeah, but I was like, you know what? I, well, one, I, I love speaking with people and I love sharing what I know. I'm like, I'm just going to do those two things. Yep, that's all we're doing. And I, yeah. And I love encouraging. And this action thing has really resonated with me because it's something I've been talking about for probably the last six years. Um, so pre it was kind of ramping up to about 2019. And that's where I shifted into holistic nutrition. Mm -hmm. 2019 or December, 2019, right before COVID oh. and then COVID hit. And then it was this, and this is my opinion, but it was just this overwhelming fear, fear, fear. The devil's going to get you. You better stay in your houses. Don't do anything. And then I started reading more about holistic nutrition. And at simultaneously, it was reading Deuteronomy and it was this, okay, yeah, there's this big, bad enemy. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. So it's like, you can either cower in or you can step out in faith. And yeah. so my journey of stepping out in faith is like, okay, well, why is my body so susceptible to getting COVID? Well, maybe because I'm eating 
not great nourishing foods. And so I started researching on what kinds of foods to eat. Um, and my kids call, call themselves my guinea pigs because I'm like, well, try this food. Let's see if this makes you feel better. Um, and I won't really, now I'm not, my first thing is not to medicate. It's like, yeah. well, why do you have a headache? Did you, exactly. how much water did you drink? Yeah, I'm like dehydrated. Yeah, so it's this whole, well, okay, well, what can you do about it? Because I want to empower not just my kids, but the people around myself and people around me. It's like, I don't want to further limit you because you're probably already limiting yourself. I want to tell you what you can do. Mm -hmm. um, and with my kids, I'm always going to say, well, okay, here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, yeah um, I heard a quote one time and I use it all the time now. I think now I'm even trying to get credit for it, but uh, <laughs> it's um, if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. Yes, I love that. Right. And it's yeah, yeah it's like uh, and another saying is our minds are like a Google search engine. <laughs> Whatever we ask it to look for it, we'll find. So that is perfect. Right. So so um, so right now. Um, a friend of mine, her mom is very sick mm -hmm. and she kind of told me the, the diagnosis and everything. And so I Googled it um, <laughs> and, and, and then it's like everything I'm reading, it's like, there's no cure, there's no hope there, you know, and um, it, it is discouraging to read those words, but, yeah. then, but I, I was like, there at one time there wasn't a cure for yeah measles or there wasn't a cure for you know whatever I can't think yeah. of but yeah. but we have to believe and you mentioned stepping out in faith mm -hmm. um and I've been um I recently got this book 150 essential emotions Ooh. and it's yeah it's really cool no chapters no chapter reading it's just for each emotion there's two pages it'll oh. have the emotional word so let's just we're going to talk about right now the word confidence uh -huh. and then it goes into you know is it a latin word you know what does it come from and then there's more little details but it's just to understand the emotion but the word confidence means in trust oh uh-huh yeah so stepping out in faith stepping out so we can be confident like we're we're trusting that there is a way where they're saying right now there is not a way so like in the health example like there's no cure for this like you will die like <laughs> well so, you yeah. know it in trust like well maybe let me die trying <laughs> yeah right you know? it's hamstringing you it's right. like it's, oh you can die yes yes as soon as we believe something is not possible right. we're not going to take any actions yes to and yeah we're not going to take any actions to try to find a new pioneered way like i mean yeah. we've right. got to be pioneers we've got right. to carve out new paths yeah I'm going to look up this hamstring horse thing. Yeah, hopefully I'm right. I was like, because the word came up to my, I couldn't remember the word, but I remember I, I was like, I could visually see the word, but I couldn't put my hand on it. And so I was like Googling, what does it mean to like disable a horse? And then I, so hamstring came up. So reading the definition. So I hope I'm right. So yeah, if not, we, the metaphor works. Yeah. An inaccurate metaphor, we don't care. It's just, <laughs> See, yeah. I can, I can even, I can even think of it the wrong way and it's still useful. 
Yeah. Well, and and then you know maybe we could talk a little bit about um, like Harriet Tubman. I yeah. one of the reasons she inspired me. So when my daughter was in elementary school, she did a research paper on her. And um, I learned more stuff about her than I had known before. But I, when I try to put myself back in, per, like, what was it like in Harriet Tubman's shoes? Yeah. Like, she probably never imagined that I'm going to make history. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. she probably never imagined this was going to be, like, this path that many people would be set free from and escape. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it might've been like, I'm just going to step out and go for it and, mm -hmm. and trust and take a risk for this one person or, yeah. and, and it just takes one of us to try something that's impossible. And then all right. of a sudden, you know, we make a difference. And, and I think part of the, I can't is also that like, I don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, right. that's also why um, I, I know I'm going to, and we only have 52 weeks to a more purposeful you in the book, but I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I don't know what it's yeah. going to, what shape it'll take, but I love having such a variety of people on the show. I am not looking for experienced credential, like in a couple of weeks, um, my son, James is going to be on it. My bonus. Awesome. And it's like, because everybody matters. Yeah. Like, right. Age perspective. Yes it's, we have, we have something to give. Right. Right. No, I love it. And I, I, and I love listening. I haven't listened to all of them, but I did recently listen to the one responsibility with uh, Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, I think goes hand in hand with action because our actions, even our inactions, are always motivated by something. So it's either motivated by fear. So if, you're, if your action is motivated by fear, you're probably gonna make some pretty, either very um, limiting choices and you won't step out, um, or you might make some really drastic changes that you probably shouldn't or take steps that you shouldn't. Um, but if it's based like in, in love or beyond yourself, yeah. that, um, you're more likely to step and the so the reason I say beyond yourself is so okay so my, for my health journey you know I did the whole you know did uh, college age in the 90s you know or I mean sorry the 2000s that's when all of the exenadrin came through and the crash dieting and, and all that stuff and so you know I still had that mentality and I would speaking of self-image what you did with Lori it's like you look into the mirror and I kept telling myself I'm like, oh, your body, you know, I've had three kids and I hate my body and just constantly talking down to it. So I would go on a crash diet and yeah. then I, I hate calculating. So I was like, I'm not going to calculate my food. I don't want to track anything. So I tried my best to did whole 30. It ended up being like whole 15 because I couldn't make it, <laughs> you know? So like all these crash diets. And then I went into this whole thing of, well, forget it. I'm just going to eat what I want. I only live once and I'm just going to do it. It doesn't matter. And so then I even felt even more crappy because I was eating crappy food. It wasn't until I was watching a Netflix documentary. I think it was What's With Wheat. But they were talking about how the choices you make today are going to affect not just you, but your kids as kids as kids. Because mm -hmm. it's going to affect your genes. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, the, the way the foods are processed now, 
it's, it's going to affect your genes and then it's going to affect your kids' genes. And then it's just this generational thing that you're passing down. And I'm like, and I've always had this prayer with my kids, like, Lord, let me never be in their way. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to keep them from their potential. And so I thought maybe, you know, that's like, oh, you do, you know, let's live out your dream. But then I was realizing, I was like, oh my God, the food I'm giving them yeah. is limiting their potential. Mm. And um, so then health was flipped on its head because it was no longer about me anymore. Mm. And I'll even say when I give the kids, you know, can they, they had a donut this morning and because I yeah. let them have, you know, it's all about moderation. Yeah. But when they want a donut and they're about to race in a swim meet, I'm like, is that going to help you race good or not? And then, um, is that nourishing to your body? And they're like, no, did I hate when you say that? And I'm like, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for your kids. So yeah. my grandkids. Okay. <laughs> my grandkids. Um, and so I had this, I wanted to change the health legacy of our family. I, you know, I wanted to be able to empower my kids to be like, if you feel a certain way, look into how you're nourishing yourself. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there are going to be circumstances that you can't control and you probably, you know, you're not, it's not a guarantee. You're not going to get a disease or cancer or something like that. But are you, the choices that you're making now, are they going to help you or are they going to hinder you? Mm -hmm. to meet the goal that you're wanting. Cause if you want your goals to be this big CEO and make all the money, but then your health isn't good. Oh, your yeah. money's squandered. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've yeah. been thinking about um, health a lot with, you know, my friend's mom, what she's going through and, um, and what she's my friends going through. And, um, and I'm like, you know, there are, there are certain things that, um, like once it's over in one box, like it's, it's far, like yeah. you just, why wait till something's a, a problem if you can get ahead of it in her situation, she couldn't have gotten ahead of it. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but with health, we can, we can take action and going back to that question, what is stopping us from taking action and stepping into our full potential? Our thoughts. So a thought yeah. like if this doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. Well, it, it does. Right. You know? So just our, our thinking will, like you said, it'll either fuel us to improve our actions yeah. or it'll keep us stuck and not yeah. change, not help us develop our full potential. Right. And I don't want to sound insensitive because I, I, I do walk a fine line of, well, are you saying that I caused my disease? You know, like, I, yeah, no, and I'm not yeah. saying that, but I do think we do, we have. So there's a, another story in the Bible that I love and it's talking about Jesus, how he heals the lame man. Oh, and so, I, so when you text me this, I didn't, I, I didn't, you said you wanted to bring this up or, or that, you know, you were thinking about it. And um, in my hermeneutics class, I wrote my paper on this past. <laughs> this, this story is like my God story. Yeah. Like, I was the lame man. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So those aren't familiar with it. It's basically Jesus goes to this, um, it's called Pool of Bethesda, right? So, and you can tell me you did more homework than I did. I'll, but I'll it's like, or I'll add to or yeah. clarify if there's a thing that I can contribute. Yeah. And so, so it's basically this 
place where people went to go get healed. And these people were like paralyzed. They couldn't see, blind, lame. Um, and it was believed that this pool had magical, like healing powers and it like an angel stirred the waters and you had to be the first one in and you didn't know when it was going to happen. You had to run in the first one in got healed. And so this oh, man, let me, was, let me add a yeah. little bit. So all those, the, that place was like a modern day hospital because yes. Yes. like they were they, they they weren't allowed in the temple. So like, so imagine this, like modern days, like everybody's going to, you know, Bottle Rock Napa for the concert or everybody's going to, okay, the temple's supposed to be for church stuff, but like everybody's going to like the cool, fun, amazing yeah. place and yeah. they're stuck in the, because they weren't allowed in the temple. Right, right. And, and last little comment is um, it was kind of like, um, like winning the lotto, like, right? Like one yeah. person gets healed. One out of how many? And it's like, mystical that the angel stirred the water and the truth is that um there was a spring there oh, so when the water would get stirred yeah. Yeah. it wasn't a magical angel stirring right. it was it was part of where the water came in okay interesting going. i didn't know that that's yeah. interesting yeah and so so jesus walks up to this man and granted he the only man he talked to and everyone right. else was sick in um, there were multitudes yeah and so he goes to this man and it says he knew why he was there. Yeah. He asks him, do you want to get well? Um, and he was saying, well, yeah, but I can't, I, you know, there's no one to carry me. I can't walk. And I'm, everyone gets in there first before I do. And so Jesus didn't even, he kind of rushed over and said, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. And what I love about that is he gave him three action steps because after that he was healed. So he gave him three action steps. You need to stand. You need to pick up your stuff and, and walk. And so the healing was the third resulted in him stepping out in faith when he had to do it all in faith because it was a miraculous thing that happened. But what I love about that and how I read the Bible is just, how can I make this relevant to my life right now? Yeah. Same. And so, yeah. And so when I read that, it was like, I interpreted as, do you want to do the work to yep. get well? And so when I going back to health and saying that, you know, when we eat a certain way, we are going to reap what we sow. Mm -hmm. Not, I, not every time, but I mean, you are going to, you, if you're not nourishing your body and the only way to nourish your body is mainly through your mouth and what you eat. And so it really relies on your conscious choices. Are you predominantly eating the things that your body needs? Mm -hmm. And so it was, and when I talk to other people, they're like, well, oh, you know, um, I keep getting these headaches. I'm like, well, what are you eating? And that some usually just get mad <laughs> because it's like, are you telling me that I'm like, well, why don't you figure out what you're eating instead of keep popping pills all the time? Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it does rely us to die to self, to die to our, like, um, I the want this way. now. Yeah. And the way I looked at dieting before is like when I gave up because I was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Yeah. Well, whatever I wanted was in and out goldfish, mm -hmm. you know, things that weren't nourishing. And I paid the price for it. Like I had stomach issues and I always have headaches and I always hit a wall at three o'clock and I was snappy and irritable. But when I started cleaning that up, like some of the stuff started going away. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, and, and again, I don't want to sound insensitive to someone who has something, but it's the, I don't want to also hamstring anyone. I want to give you the tools. Yeah, you might have that, but are there things you can do? Yeah. Like, are you working with your miracle? Or are you working against your miracle? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and the whole thing about it, um, when we think of a miracle, I, I've always thought it like, um, I, I've always been like a very optimistic person. So anything is possible. Yeah. Know, <laughs> my mantra. Um, yeah. But it's like, a lot of miracles don't happen suddenly. Right. They're, it's, it's slowly. And, and I also found it interesting that he's like, so get up is like, take the first step. Yeah. Um, and it's to be seen. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, so, so I don't want head. So in the example of, I have headaches all the time. So even that first step of like, I want to fix the headaches. Yeah. Like just admitting to ourselves. Right. And, and then the pick up your mat and then the walk piece, I found it interesting that he didn't say run, like show mm -hmm. everybody that you're a miracle, like walk is a lot of times when we we need something big like if it is a health it's going to be a lot of steps consistent yeah. persistence yes. absolutely so, oh my gosh we have oh, just had so much fun on this topic of action <laughs> and i love it because for mondays a lot of times you know we we get to work we start our day it's like oh here we go again yeah. but it's like oh my gosh what am i thinking <laughs> that's going to help me take the necessary actions and step into our full potential. Yes. Um, and not just think about it, go for it. So what would you say kind of in closing is um, your advice to yourself, your kids, to your loved ones, and to anybody listening in terms of the topic action, like just one little nugget. Okay, so I'll, I'm going to go back to the scripture. So my favorite verse is Proverbs 29, 25. And it's, um, and this is a message version. So it's um, the fear of human opinion disables, mm. but trust in God will protect from that. And I think when you, no, I know, I know when you start stepping out in faith, whether it's little or big, mm -hmm. um, whatever it is, just, you know, stepping out in faith, I'm just going to drink more water today or stepping out in faith that I'm going to, you know, make better choices with my money um, that you were always going to have people <laughs> to either talk you up or talk you down. Mm -hmm. And what I think is that that um, it says fear of human opinion, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean bad opinion. It could also mean good opinion. Ooh. So for, you know, we can have, we have the people that can just, you know, talk you down and then make you feel bad, but you can also have people around you constantly talking you up. And then you kind of get an inflated ego yeah. where then pride starts coming in yeah. um and that's also a problem yeah and so and or it has been for me and that, so that speaks to me about people talking me up because um like I know that I have more potential than than what I'm living out and um I actually just had a coaching call today where I was the client and I did appreciate my coach saying like, oh, you know, uh, he's my um, Enneagram coach. Um, and for as an Enneagram seven, like, you know, you're, you're doing thriving as a seven, yeah. you know, I'm like, but I have more. Yeah. So, so 
yeah, I, I might not be functioning as an average seven right now, but I'm definitely not where I could be. So I'm, I want more. So I like, I like how you, you addressed both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, people's opinions against us, but then people's opinions of you're doing so great. We need right. a balance of people around us. Yeah. You do need the people that, uh, you know, words from a friend or something like, um, something about like you cut wounds from a friend. a friend. Yeah. We, yeah. Need, our, we need truth bombs from our friends. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, well, we could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, thank you so much. You, you are amazing. I had a ton of fun. So did I. You brought so much color to this topic. Oh, good. So, yeah. Thank uh, you for having me. It's awesome. As always talking with you. Yeah. Super fun. All right. I'll um thank you everyone for watching. Join us next week. Uh, Monday motivations every Monday. We'll keep you going. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.